On this episode of K-Pod... What's it like living in South Korea? What do we like about living in Korea and what do we not like? Today we're going to talk about our top 5 pros and cons of living in Korea and more on this episode of K-Pod. We record our podcast in downtown Changwon City, South Korea at the only Irish bar in town, O'Brien's Irish Bar and Restaurant. They are located in Jungang-dong right across from the International Hotel on the third floor. If you are in the area, be sure to stop by and check them out for some good food, drinks, and one of the best atmospheres in the area. O'Brien's Irish Bar and Restaurant, Changwon City. It's K-Pod, Life in Korea, with your hosts, Scott, Marco, and Adam. Welcome back to K-Pod, Life in Korea, a podcast that brings you some of the lives and people working and living right here in South Korea and in Changwon City in particular. I'm one of the hosts, Adam. With me this week is Scott. Scott, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, thanks. And across from me is Marco. Marco, how are you? Doing great, thank you. And our guest today is Saber. Saber, how are you? I'm doing well. So today we're going to talk about our overall life views in Korea. I myself have lived here for on and off nine years. I came here in 2008, left in 2010, uh, did a year teaching in Europe and the money was not so good. So I came back here in 2012 and I just renewed my contract for another year in the public school system. Scott, how long have you lived here? Uh, I came here in 2001, I believe. So it's coming up on... 18 years. Nice. So you must really like it. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Marco, how long have you been here? I've been here for three years. And you enjoy it? I do. Great. Saber, how about you? Four years. Four years. Mm-hmm. Are you planning to stay or do you have a plan to go home at any point? I don't have any plans yet. Either okay. Way. <laughs> so you're comfortable at the moment though? Yeah. That's good. All right. What is the one of the hardest changes you had to make when first coming to Korea? Marco? Mm, mostly just uh, learning the landscape. Okay. I mean, there's a big, a big, uh, like, foreigner crowd in Changwon, and mm-hmm. then Busan is really close. So, like, there wasn't as much culture shock as you might expect moving to an East Asian country from North America. So, but it was mostly just, like, learning the landscape, figuring out where things were. Um, some of, like, the etiquette, I guess, would go with that, though, like... Mm-hmm. One weird thing was, uh, you know, like in the West, uh, when you're telling someone to like follow you, you might hold like your finger up and like one finger and just be like, come here. Mm-hmm. But like, if you do that, that's considered extremely rude. Yeah. Pointing and, at someone with your fingers. Well, not even just pointing. Like if your hand's turned up and you're just using one finger saying, come here, like mm-hmm. they use that as like a seduction thing in cartoons or like oh, really? in movies <laughs> okay. and stuff. You know, there's like, come here. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but um, yeah, if you do that. Even if your hand is open and it's turned up and you're telling, like, waving someone towards you, that's considered a little bit rude. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can do that with children, but not with, like, other adults. Mm -hmm. Uh, What they do, their hand is, like, down and, like, they're, like, waving it. And for me, I'm, like, in the West, like, you're shooing someone away. So, like, things like that were a little bit difficult to get used to because you really don't want to offend people. But most people are. Yeah, well, I've also heard just pointing your finger at someone is quite rude. Like, they do that with animals here, like with dogs. So you're supposed to do it with an open palm when you're kind of pointing towards someone or gesturing towards someone. Saber, what are some of the uh, hardest changes you've had to make? I don't know. I I don't think it was too difficult to adapt living here because you can pick up those cultural differences pretty easily, like getting money back. You know, you were like giving money to someone. You're supposed to like 
what hold hold your elbow or do two hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's pretty easy to pick up. Um, I think just like sort of adapting to working all day and like being stressed out with, you know, having to teach children. I think that was like the biggest thing is just like adapting to work life scheduling in Korea mostly. Okay. Scott, uh, how about you? Um, I think the f- when I first got here, the biggest thing that was difficult was because I have some food allergies was figuring out what I could eat and what I couldn't. Mm-hmm. All, all the signs, like coming from a small place in Canada, I, uh, I don't have a very good tension span or noticing things. Okay. So like just noticing there's all kinds of businesses on the second right. floor. can be a little bit overwhelming. And stuff like that, yeah. That's uh, pretty much it. And directions. Mm-hmm. Just getting to know my way around, like finding places, you know, like where the foreign bars were and stuff like yeah. that. But not, nothing major. Yeah, I'd say for me, um, my first job here was at a Hogwan and I had to drive from place to place. I had to drive to various companies teaching uh, conversational and business English and driving here was a nightmare for me. After that first year, I just told myself I'm never driving here again. And uh, which is pretty good because actually I, I like the public transportation system here. It's uh, it's pretty reliable uh, for the most part. I work in the countryside and I still have no issues getting to work um, by bus. But we'll get into uh, that later when we talk about our pros. So today we are going to go through our top five cons of living in Korea and our top five pros. So let's start off by talking about the negative and then we can end it on the positive. Marco, do you have a top five list of cons or uh, disadvantages of living here? Yeah, I can think of a few cons. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, One uh, is the lack of public trash cans. Okay. Um, and I know, like you might, you might see some in Seoul. I mean, they're still sparse compared to what we have in the West. But uh, like here in Changwon, I was told it's because people were bringing down their trash from their like homes and putting them just in the public trash can. So they yeah, stopped. that was that was a big issue. Yeah. Yeah, so, but uh, I, yeah, I hate not having public trash cans because I mean, and you know, it's fine. I'll just carry my trash until I find one, but or, like find a restroom or somewhere where I can throw it away. But I don't like the lack of trash cans and I love that they recycle and they compost here Mm -hmm. but it can be very confusing the way they have things divided up like in the apartment buildings like sometimes it doesn't make sense and then even like the Ajashi like I'll be looking at it and I'm reading it and reading the sign Mm -hmm. and then he's like no you can put it here I'm like but it says what this sign says and he's like no 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 and so recycling is good the way, like, but it's confusing the way it is done here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other cons: uh, the driving. Okay. Uh, like, do you drive yourself, or are you meaning other other drivers? I have not driven in Korea, mm-hmm. but uh, sometimes I get really nervous because it just often feels like there is no rhyme or reason. People are cutting each other off left and right, and no matter who's at fault. It's never their fault. Yeah. Like if there's an accident, like I watched this guy cut somebody off and then get a fender bender. And then he got out and started yelling at the girl. And I was standing there watching. I was like, that was your fault. Mm -hmm. You cut her off. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's uh, that's tough here because, you know, there's still a strong sense of Confucianism and respecting your elders. So 
if you're a younger person and uh, some old guy runs into you, unfortunately. Well, that, uh, that is actually my number one con is okay. the, is the uh, and I see, and I don't want to be offensive when I say that, but I can just see a lot of law it, based on my own perspective and my understanding of the world. To me, the Confucian influence mm. seems very flawed. Like I understand that we should respect our elders. I respect my grandparents I respect my siblings but my, my sister's 10 years older than me mm-hmm. but she has made some poor life choices okay as have I you know like not mm-hmm. to be judgment but like I can't even like call her out on that like here that would be well she's a woman so maybe I could because I'm a man <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah and the other thing that would also be like sexism that's mm-hmm. another my like my fifth con is there is a lot of sexism again based in Confucianism. Right. Yeah, so are you thinking uh, that Korea needs to learn more from like a merit-based system instead of just respecting senior, uh, seniors seniors, uh, no I matter think, what? I think everybody everywhere needs to learn more about the merit system. Right. Instead of trying to base it on age or blood mm-hmm. or color even, like or meeting quotas or things. It's just you choose who's best for the job. Right. I'm very old, so I love it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's funny. I've had Koreans uh, do that with me. Like, I should respect them. Mm-hmm. Because, but it ends up I'm older than they are. Right, right. Yeah, you, you get a uh, common first question when meeting Korean people here is, how old are you? And it's basically they want to know how they should speak to you, whether they should be, you know, super respectful or if they can speak to you as an equal. Okay, um, Saber, do you have a top five con list? Yes. Uh, it's, I don't, I didn't rank them. These are just random order. Mm-hmm. Um, the pollution is pretty bad here. Air I, pollution? Yeah, the air pollution. I don't really for that I don't know who would right. <laughs> um, also like the clothing sizing uh, like I feel like I've seen tall Koreans and things like that and I still don't see the sizing reflecting that or even like heavier Koreans and I'm like where do you guys shop please tell me so I can buy shoes you know um, and then I was th- the same cars and like motorcycles driving on sidewalks and things yeah. like that. I'm like, I don't want to get run over walking on a sidewalk. Yeah, it can be dangerous. Or if you're in like a taxi cab and they're like zooming down and then they have tucked away their seatbelt buckle. So you can't even put on your seatbelt and mm. you're like, I'm going to die in a taxi cab. Yeah, I've heard some taxi drivers actually consider it an insult if you put on your seatbelt because they're like, what do you think? I'm a bad driver or something. It's like, no, I just. You know, That's, yes. Terrible things happen. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you right now. <laughs> well, you can always sit in the front seat because if you do not put on your seatbelt, then the car will yell at them. That's true. So then you will not be offensive. But then I don't feel like I have a chauffeur. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, also, like sometimes cultural differences, like for age and things like that, yeah. I feel like get in the way of making Korean friends. And that's sad for me because I would like to make a lot of Korean friends while I'm here. Um, or even like friends in general, like foreign friends, because we are mostly all on your contracts. And so having to like become good friends with these people and then they leave mm. while you're staying, is like really sad because it's like, oh, maybe we'll never see each other again or I'll be here for such a long time that I won't be able to go see you while we're still sort of close. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like really different. Okay. That's five. All right. All right. Great. Uh, I'm just going to say for my top five, homesickness sometimes uh, can be sad when you're missing your friends and family. 
Like I mentioned earlier in this episode, uh, traffic driving here is a nightmare. Finding a parking spot is very difficult. Um, air pollution is on my list. People ignoring traffic lights and not giving respect to pedestrians is probably my biggest pet peeve here. Um, you get a lot of cars uh, driving through red lights or turning um, and not giving you the right away, which you deserve as a pedestrian, I think. Scott, do you have a top five con list? Was that five you just gave? Yeah, homesickness, uh, traffic, air pollution, people ignoring traffic lights, and not giving respect to pedestrians. So, yeah, I guess the last two were kind of intertwined a bit. All right, I have uh, quite a few of the same that you guys said, a couple that maybe weren't mentioned. One for me is smells. Okay. Especially in the summer. Yeah. Like, if you're stopped at a light waiting across the street, some of the, or the drainage. Yeah, like you can kind of smell the sewer or something, right? Yeah. Or the uh, ginkgo trees in the fall. Oh. Yeah, they'll smell like vomit, right? Yeah. Making uh, friends and people coming, you know, going, leaving, because I've been here so long. I've met a lot of people that have left, so. Mm-hmm. Which I think one of you mentioned. Uh, weather. It's, I don't like the summers here. I don't like the humidity. Mm-hmm. And it's not cold enough for me in the winter. <laughs> um, communication sometimes, but that's not really, that's more my own fault for not being able to, you know, fully communicate in their language. Mm-hmm. Number one for me was the seatbelt thing in taxis. Yeah. I can't stand when I get in a taxi and uh, they've, like you said, have them tucked mm-hmm. away or underneath a seat mat. Yep. I'll literally get out. Oh, really? Wow. Wow. Okay. All right, let's move on to... uh, Uh, Let's put it together to make a final list. Okay. I think we all talked about the roads and driving and cars and stuff. All right. So driving's on there? Yeah, that was like on everybody's list. Yeah. Yeah. Air pollution, I think, was... Air pollution was on a few lists. How about seatbelts? Is it just two two of us? You two both said seatbelts, yeah. You guys agree with that? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, I said it. Of course I I agree. (laughs) I don't care. I don't put mine on until I get nervous. We can lump that. In. We can lump, lump <laughs> like you that can into offended. the driving. You need to know that you're making me nervous. <laughs> we can lump that in with driving, maybe. Yeah. So driving, traffic, seatbelts. Yeah. Air pollution. I think the friends leaving. Friends leaving. That was on friends multiple lists as well. Like friends coming and going. Mm-hmm. Which that would really like only apply though if you're not here for a, an extended period of time. Yeah. About the weather. I was the only one that said that, but doesn't bother you? I mean, I'm from Ohio. Well, I lived in Ohio for 10 years, and it'll be winter in the morning, spring in the afternoon, and summer in the evening, and fall at night. Like, you get, like, it'll snow and then be, like, 90 degrees in the same day. So this weather here is fine because it's predictable. So that means it doesn't bother you? It does not doesn't bother really me. bother me either. And the win- I like the mild winters. I hate snow. How about homesickness? No, for me, I mean, I that- think with like technology now, like I FaceTime my mom all the time, so I don't feel as homesick. Okay. I think it was like really bad when I first got here, but once you get over that, like there are certain locations I miss about home where like I used to go, like if I was having a bad day, like I might just go to this certain park, but you can find places like that here as well. Mm-hmm. Trash cans. That I, I could see that one because I don't like seeing trash on the roads and, and like especially everywhere. when you're downtown. Let's just say garbage then. Garbage yeah. is everywhere. Yeah. 
A lot of litter bugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's not, for some of them, it's like their job. They're throwing the flyers out the windows of their cars as they're driving down the street. That should stop. That's illegal. Why do they keep doing it? Because they ajimas and ajishis clean it up every morning. Oh. It gives them jobs. Yeah. Like retired I see. people. That's why I try to throw as much garbage. <laughs> Sometimes I buy snacks and just open it and throw it on the ground. I did see last time I was in Seoul, they do have big containers for like recycling bottles and things like that. Now, Yeah, I was like up. in Seoul, I've been seeing recycling, not trash cans, uh. but recycling cans around. All right. So let's say number one is traffic, driving, seatbelts. Number two, air pollution. I, I can agree with that. It wasn't on my list, but yeah. Number three, garbage being in the wrong places yeah. rather than the right places. <laughs> Our top three. What about smells? Bother anybody? I mean, I am not a fan of those ginkgo trees. Yeah, but those are seasonal. Yeah. So it's not like it affects us all year round. Oh, yeah. we also said people leaving. Yeah, so people yeah. leaving. We'll make that number four. Okay. I think one the, more. the recycling thing you said oh, was the like conf- having to organize it properly. And it's really confusing. And then you can get charged up to $2,000 if you do it incorrectly. Really? Yeah. And some apartments, you have to do it on a certain day. Yeah. Yeah. Ours aren't like that. No. But would that go with garbage or is that just... That might go with garbage, I suppose. I actually have garbage on my pro. Really? But I'll get into that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sexism. Yeah, Maybe. but that could be like cultural differences because you had said communication okay, so too, cultural, so we could just put that all yeah, like under. Yeah, yeah, cultural differences, xenophobia. So, yeah, yeah. So one is driving, traffic, seatbelts. Two, air pollution. Three, garbage. Four, people leaving. People leaving. And five, cultural differences. All right. And next, we're going to talk about the pros, the advantages of living in Korea, some of the benefits, the good things. Let's end on a positive note here. So, top five pros. I'll list mine first. Uh, I think the low cost of living is pretty good. It's pretty cheap here, pretty cheap to live here. Um, Big fan of the high-speed internet. It's the uh, fastest internet in the world. Um, The ability to travel in Asia. So, I've been to Japan nine times. I'm going on ten this summer. Uh, I've been to China, Vietnam, Thailand, Cambodia, all over. Philippines. Um, so I like I like Korea's proximity to different countries in Asia. Um, Safety is a really big positive one for me. I think it's relatively safe here. Uh, you know, every country has its instances of um, crime, but I think here it's quite low. And my top one is public transportation. As I mentioned, it's quite reliable here. Um, and I, yeah, I have little to no issues with getting around on the bus or when I'm in bigger cities by subway. Marco, what are your top five pros of living in Korea? Well, uh, some of mine are similar to yours. Yes, public transportation. Like, even though, like, the taxis can be scary sometimes, taxis here are great. They're cheap. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, again, like a lot of my cons are also pros. Like I do, like I hate the way the recycling is done, but I love the fact that they do recycling. Right. Um, and I love that they do the compost. Mm-hmm. I think that is brilliant because it's, you know, especially because agriculture is a big deal here in Korea. The easy transition to living here, like the people here, like maybe I can just say the people, like mm-hmm. Korean people, uh, for the most part, 
are very great and the younger generations like you know given their history and a lot of a reputation for Korean being a bit conservative or closed minded the younger generations are extremely open minded right. and they love to learn about other places and they love to teach about Korea so it makes the transition very easy yes I also uh, Norbong and, and like singing rooms and like the bowling alleys and the fact that they're so numerous mm -hmm. like they have a lot like in Korea there are a lot of things like that to do uh, virtual reality cafes like themed themed cafes yeah themed things. things escape rooms like they have a lot of themed things that are really fun mm -hmm. to do um, and food Food is a big pro. Like, like, like Korean style food or just like, what do you mean? Korean food. Like Korean food. Yeah. I mean, like I, I like I'm delivery or something like that. Uh, just, <laughs> I mean, all around food, all around. Like I like, uh, like I don't like gimbap uh. and I don't really like ramen, but like I don't have to eat that. There is a wide range of food and not just like foreign foods, like within Korea, there is a huge spectrum of different types of Korean foods. Um, so there's a little bit of something for everybody. Okay, great. So that's your top five. And Saber, what are your top five pros for living in Korea? I think all of mine have actually been said too. So uh, I also put ease of travel, like getting around to different countries in the area is pretty inexpensive. Then mm -hmm. um, public transportation is amazing here. Uh, the cost of living, like healthcare and things like that are really low. Uh, I, we have like friends from all over the world. Like the ex expat community is really good here. And then I had like delivery services are really amazing. Like you can get anything delivered super fast to your door, um, which is great. Okay. And Scott, you have a top five list of advantages of living in Korea. Uh, yeah, I have uh, quite a few actually, but again, most of them are mentioned, but um I, I, a couple of things that weren't mentioned. I said making friends because, well, it was mentioned, the expat community. So meeting new people, everybody's pretty friendly here. I think especially Changwon in particular is mm. a very yeah. tight-knit mm -hmm. foreign community here. And I'll put Koreans in that too. So as Marco mentioned, we'll just say people in general are very nice. Um, I like the 24-hour life. <laughs> <laughs> that that like, is pretty great. Everything's open, yeah. you know, like... Not, even though I'm these days I'm in bed and sleep by 11 or whatever but I like the fact that if you need something you can go out and get it at any time yeah even. most things are readily available delivery like Sabre said everything comes quick travel uh, the living costs but more on the aspect of most foreigner he, foreigners here with jobs a lot of their living costs are covered mm -hmm. with their job mm -hmm. so that's I think that's a big advantage when it comes to living here, it gives you the ability to maybe save money if that's what you want to do. Safety. I feel safe wherever I go. There's not an alley or anything that I can look down and be worried about walking down it. Mm -hmm. And the garbage thing, I like the garbage system. The fact that garbage you can put your garbage out every night of the week except one. Where in Canada, it's usually like once a week they mm -hmm. come to pick up your garbage. I don't know about the U.S. And I like the fact you have to buy the garbage bags to put your garbage bag, put your garbage in. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what pays for the whole system. Yes. So that's why you can put it out every night. So one night a week is recycling. And the other four nights are garbage. And Sundays are nothing. Yeah. But I like the fact that you can, when your garbage gets full, you can just put it out. 
I find also they're starting to charge for plastic bags in like GS25 or yeah. CU. And I think it's like 21 or something like that. But I think that is uh, encouraging a lot of people to use re- reusable bags when shopping nowadays. All right. So let's come up with a final top five. I think public transportation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number one. Yeah. We'll say getting around and travel. It's yeah, also, yeah. It's Combined also up. a great middle place to see Asia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So getting around and travel. Safety. Safety number two. Like it's going to be a hard transition back if I ever leave. Like not just leaving my bar, sit, my phone sitting on the bar to go to the bathroom or something. Living cost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we could add that. Like having things paid for you, and actually most things are pretty cheap too. So two more. Safety. Yeah, we safety. Oh, we say safety. people. Yeah, people. people. In general, like mm-hmm. Koreans are helpful, and the expat communities are yeah very great. Food. Food. Yeah, the food. Korean food's the best. Korean food's pretty good. Number five food. And then you always have the option for any other kind of food yeah. if you're not feeling Korean food as well. Mm-hmm. Which is where I fit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so number one, we've got traveling and just uh, transportation, getting around in Korea. Safety, number two. Living cost, number three. The people in general, number four. And food, number five. We're out of time for this episode. Once again, we covered our overall views of living in Korea, our top five cons, and our top five pros of living in Korea. And we'd like to know your thoughts on this subject. If you have any comments or thoughts, always feel free to leave your comments wherever you find this episode. Don't forget to like and share. Follow us on the Changwaner Facebook page, YouTube, iTunes, and wherever you find podcasts. Once again, I'm Adam, and you can find me at Adam Maxwell Kent on Facebook and at Ever Stalwart on Instagram. Marco, where can people find you? You can find me at kpop.global, or my Instagram is Marco Baia, B-A-I-L-L-E. Scott, where can people find you? You can find me anywhere with... Changwaner, that's Changwan with an ER, or at this podcast website, k-pod-cast.com. I'd like to thank our guest again, Saber. Thank you for coming. And where can people find you? Um, I'm also at kpop.global. Remember, if you have any questions regarding living in Korea, you can get in contact with us at any time, wherever you find this podcast, and we'd be happy to help you out. If you liked this podcast and show, like it, rate it, share it, leave your comments, and we'll see you again next time. We record our podcast in downtown Changwon City, South Korea, at the only Irish bar in town, O'Brien's Irish Bar and Restaurant. They are located in Juangdong, right across from the International Hotel on the third floor. If you're in the area, be sure to stop by and check them out for some great food, drinks, and one of the best atmospheres in the area. O'Brien's Irish Bar and Restaurant, Changwon City. 